Welcome to the Handmade Business Diary Podcast. I am Charlene Dunbar, and my amazing co-founders are Seattle May Stubblefield, John Day Harris, and Mina Mantor. So this season, we've been talking about building the maker and building the business at the same time. And if you've been loving these episodes, drop us a review. I um, am a co-host and I have been blessed by the episode, so I guess I need to go ahead and write a review, but these conversations have been so, so good. So now today's episode is going to continue that trajectory. We are featuring a handmade business owner that has made it big, and we're so, so excited to learn about how she grew her business in a way uh, that worked for her and worked for her style. Today, we are welcoming Brandy Shelton co-owner of the Just Add Honey Tea Company. Yay! So before we talk to Brandy, I want to just give you a bit of background about her company and her story. Just Add Tea Add Honey Tea Company was founded in 2006 by tea lovers Brandy and Jermail Shelton with the goal of creating and selling teas that combine fresh and fun flavors with natural and organic ingredients. So Brandy has traveled extensively around the world and those experiences really shaped her love from teas from different cultures. When she traveled to places like London, she would spend time in tea shops and she recalls just really loving the feeling she got holding that cup of tea getting away from the world for a minute. So fast forward, Brandy moves to Atlanta. She takes up tea blending as a hobby and she really loved the process. She really liked the the whole process of adding a little of this, mixing in a little of that. So eventually her hobby grew into a business and when she sold her blends, first to the Beehive Co-op, then the art shows and neighborhood festivals and farmer's market, she actually came up with the name by starting with the first initial of her mom's name, Jean. So, and then the J turned into Jess and she figured, well, just add honey sounds better than just add sugar. I agree. Good choice, Brandy. So, you know, really on this journey, pretty soon she had a basement full of tins and jars of tea that turned into a garage full of tea. Um, when she married Jermail in 2008. So her husband encouraged her to take things up a notch. So she got a commercial kitchen, got out the basement and a sales rep and started selling her teas at trade shows into shops. So fast forward 14 years later, Just Add Honey Tea Company now sends, sells over 40 blends of loose leaf tea, like herbal tea blend, sweet auburn and black tea blend, Georgia peaches. You can find Just Add Honey's teas online at farmers markets, in specialty stores, hotels, coffee shops across Georgia, um, including various co-working spaces, Inman Perk, Cacao, and Lowe's Hotel. And uh, most importantly, you can sip tea in their Atlanta store off the east side Beltline Trail. So I strongly encourage you to check out this store. It's such a beautiful, welcoming space, um, well-designed, great art. They have all the tea things that you need. I got my first uh, infuser from there. So check out the store. But Just Add Honey also offers tea parties, event catering, in-store events, and so, so much more. So whether you're buying an ounce online or participating in one of their tea blending classes, 
Just Add Honey wants you to enjoy every cup, anywhere, and anytime. So I have to put this plug in. Um, I met Brandy when I was selling at the Beehive store in um, Five Points, in Little Five Points. And Brandy and I were both selling and she has really always been a source of encouragement and inspiration. Brandy is one of the most down-to-earth people you'll ever meet. I mean, I've met her at so many different other trade shows, and she's she's so super supportive. So when I tell you it's been just a joy to watch her grow and to see her business thrive brick by brick, challenge by challenge, she has grown this business, um, and I'm, I'm so proud to have her on The Handmade Business Diary and for her to share her journey and, and some of the lessons that she's learned to get to the point where she is right now. So I'm um, going to go ahead and get into our conversation with Brandy. Uh, we did have some audio challenges. So this episode picks up uh, when our conversation is already in progress. But I promise you, Brandy dropped so many gems is going to feel like a, a full proper cup of tea. So enjoy and uh, see you on the other side. One step. One sale at a time, one transaction at a time. And then you go to your mom and pop wholesaler where, you know, you're establishing what your minimums are. Um, and sometimes uh. being realistic with what your minimums are, right? So if I, my price point is completely different than a dress line. So if I'm uh. selling, retailing something from $20, uh, and uh -huh. maybe wholesaling it for 10, just using even numbers to help with a uh, math. Uh -huh. uh, I can't, and it's a mom and pop shop. I can say my minimum opening order is $500, uh -huh. but I may not see them again for the rest of the year. I may not see them again for six months. So being realistic with what that opening wholesale order is, what uh -huh. your best sellers are, and then, move, then when we move to big box wholesalers. So then when we moved into hotels and wow. spas and um, like your WeWorks and mm -hmm. all of those other larger wholesaler companies, knowing mm -hmm. that they're net 30, net 45, sometimes yeah. even net 90. No. So yeah, you know, and, and, and it's like, because so many people have to touch the invoice before a check is even cut or, um, and learning those, negotiating those terms, but also knowing that thousands upon thousands of dollars of product are walking out the door before you ever see a dime of that. So yeah. in your cash flow, um, learning how to negotiate those terms on the front end so you're not mm -hmm. like, you can't establish any new accounts because you're waiting for more money to come in to make yeah. more money to do to all pay the for the stuff. stuff. Oh my gosh. So those kind of things um, in those growing pains are not something anybody tells you about. They just kind of check off. Oh, we now are the tea company for all of the WeWorks in the Southeast. Mm -hmm. That sounds sexy, right? But behind yeah. the scenes, you're like, oh, and how much is ginger? How much is cinnamon? How much does this cost to walk it out the door? You know? Um, so those kind of things are uh, this, the growing pains that we once went through. Now it's equipment growing pains. Um, you know, what does that look like for equipment? And it's not just the equipment. Now it's outfitting the electrical in our warehouse and uh, 
changing, retraining our entire production team on a new piece of machinery that once used to be done by hand. So it's, it's, it's fun, but different levels still equal the same kind of challenges sometimes. That that's so interesting because, you know, you're talking electrical, you're talking equipment. And some of the the day as the owner, I'm sure you're getting involved in areas that you sometimes you love, sometimes you don't love as much. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I didn't know I was a I didn't know I was an electrician, right? Uh I have learned so much, even about PPE, right? Protective mm. gear that you yeah. have to wear in a warehouse setting. I can't go in there all the time looking cute, you know? <laughs> Sandals, toes out. <laughs> uh, dangling earrings, negative, you know? Oh, even down to my wedding ring, not so much, you know? <laughs> Learning all from elbows down, we, we have completely looked different in terms of our, our team. And I... I love it. I I thrive on learning something new. And and my husband always jokes, oh, she's bored. She's about to open up another store. Uh, <laughs> Boring. I need something. Right. So I, I thrive on the education. I thrive on the creativity um, because that is what, you know, that's why we, a lot of times why we got started, feeling a need and Mm -hmm. um, creating a better way, a better product, something new, innovative, and different. So that is like my zone of genius. So I thrive in that. So yes, it is a challenge to know what a 110 versus a 220 volt outlet amp (laughs) equal looks like. But it's also one of those things where I, it's empowering, it's exciting. And I'm like, oh, guess what I can make with this now? Guess what? Instead of looking at it as mm-hmm. oh, a glass half empty, it yeah. is like, it is go time. So, wow. and also helps you wake up every morning because sometimes entrepreneurship is lonely and scary. So um, having a new exciting challenge is one of those things that makes it fun again, you know? Yeah. No, that, that's exciting. And I just, I'm so glad you said that about glass half empty versus half full. Like I get to do this. Imagine how many more opportunities will be opened up because I have this equipment. I can do 10X the volume. Who am I going to sell to today? So I really love that in terms of flipping challenges to um, opportunities. And I need to hear that because when you're going through it, it's like, nothing's going well and this sucks. And why am I even doing this? But it's like, oh, when I, on the other side of this, I've expanded and I can do more things. So that is amazing. Um, you know, so you talked about steps to growth. When you think about just kind of jump into the different levels, um, what were some of the barriers to growth in terms of things that you and your team and your husband really had to break past um, to be able to grow the business to where it is today? Um, of course, the first answer is capital, right? Um mm-hmm. But it's also using it wisely. Like if Mm -hmm. I had a million dollars today, would you know what to do with it? You know, Mm -hmm. knowing even though you need the money for those things, we, you know, some, the scrappy parts are where sometimes the creativity lies. Mm -hmm. And so um, some of our, 
our best-selling blends have come from me ordering too much or me trying to move one particular item out of the way. So wow. um, there's the capital, of course, is a challenge because equipment isn't cheap. Labor isn't cheap anymore. Mm -hmm. um, just safety is a number one priority because being safety and being smart saves money. Uh, so that is the capital is a challenge, but also just having more faces in the high production uh, space to be able uh -huh. to say, okay, this is probably where I, I don't need the answers, but uh -huh. maybe if you tell me where, where I can get the answers, uh, uh -huh. of, Times are very helpful. I don't need you to do the work. I don't need you to, mm. uh, you know, tell me exactly how you should do it. But there is a very small number of high producers. Um, mm. When you think about the crabby, crafty um, market. And wow. so having someone to be able to say, okay, yes, this equipment is great. But have you reached out to maybe this company where you can get your fibers from or where you can get um, non-degradable, bleach-free, biodegradable, bleach, you know, tea bags mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be? Um, knowing sometimes the resources to get those things or just, um, I'm just thinking about right now because we, we, just moved into a new warehouse. And mm -hmm. so outfitting the warehouse has been a challenge. I have blue tape everywhere of where mm -hmm. things are supposed to go. And um, it's going to be a lot of trial and error. And, mm -hmm. and I'm excited about it, but I wish there was a little bit of production one-on-one kind of right. assistance so that the trial and error window could um, close that so, circle. So how do you you bridge it with like, you know, a consultant or like your network, like what is good old Google? Like, how do you bridge that gap? You know, when it's like, okay, this is new. Well, I mean, that's where when you, as an entrepreneur, we have to ask for help. You know, mm -hmm. I could easily go out there and the blue tape was somebody's advice, which was mm -hmm. like brilliant. Okay. Blue tape where you want the equipment, where you want your shelving, where you want your employees to stay in. Blue tape, all of that. So having that village and that network of other business owners, and if they don't have the answer, they may have somebody in their network that has the answer. Um, the Village Micro Fund, Buy from a Black Woman, um, Savvy Market, like all of you, all of these wonderful, amazing uh, villages and networks and uh, microcosms. Uh, I'm, we're also part of the gathering spot, just reaching out to all of these people and saying, hey, this is my challenge and not being ashamed to say that yeah. they were able to, <clears throat> yes, they may not 100% know about production or they may not know about big scale um, turning over a warehouse, but they may mm -hmm. have one nugget that will make yeah. a difference with closing that circle. So um, it's been, while it hasn't been easy, it the lift has been a little bit lighter. Mm. Now that that's powerful because you you said earlier it can be lonely running a business. Bless you. Uh, but sometimes we choose to make it that way. 
<laughs> it's like, you know, we might struggle because I think there's a balance between being so DIY and so scrappy and I can do it myself and like knowing when you need to put your hand up. So I just really love that you've been intentional about surrounding yourself with people where you can reach out and say, you might not know the answer, but you know someone who knows the answer. So I think I think that's fantastic. Um, one of the things, uh, go ahead, well, go ahead. But it, it, it's a two-way street, right? Because you also have to be that resource. We, um, my mom, I did. It did make sense to me when I was younger, but it makes so much. You can't receive or give with your hand closed. Mm -hmm. So if you open up and share, you'll mm -hmm. you'll be that blessing to someone else just as just as often as you need that blessing yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a two-way street with raising your hand you also when someone raises their hand you have to be willing to share your knowledge as well and know that you get more um from that than just kind of hoarding the information have you been surprised at how much you've been able to help people with knowledge that you have that you thought hey i'm going to file this away no one will have use that has that been surprising for you yeah totally i mean i'm sure even all of us have had millions of jobs before we started our DIY journey. I mean, I've I've been even a branch manager at the bank. So when it's time wow. for doing accounting and bookkeeping, I'm like, oh, I remember this. Hey guys, <laughs> let me tell you what you need to do, kind of thing. So um, yeah, it has been uh, it's and it's fun actually to share because sometimes it it works. Sometimes you receive it. Sometimes it's conversation, but you never know where that nugget is in um. Uh, in that conversation. So you just kind of open up. That is, that's a great nugget. Um, I've got to ask you about the first store because I think a lot of um, entrepreneurs kind of swirl in the, you know, online store um, and uh, consignment or even um, festival space. So I'm just curious about how you made that decision about, okay, I'm going to open my first store. I'm going to take the leap. Kind of what went into that uh, decision for you? Oh, that story. Uh, so <laughs> I actually, I've done retail. I've been a retail employee. I've been a retail manager. I've been a GM. I've been a regional manager. And I did not want retail. Um, I know. Wow. Nine years in and I did not want retail. I knew, I, I just, I had a glass half empty energy behind retail. And so I was hesitant, but uh, there was a grant that was, um, that I applied for and it was awarding three months free rent and $500 to open up retail along the Atlanta streetcar line to kind wow. of drum bits business up for the Atlanta streetcar. Uh, do all every all money ain't good money, but it was it was perfect actually. I mean, because five hundred dollars was two bar stools. Let's be honest, all right? Like I I have I have champagne taste, so I I went to CB two and bought two bar stools and was like, there goes the grant money. <laughs> but um, but I I said, what's three months? What's the harm in three months? Let's see what three months is i would love to because farmers markets and festivals and occasional pop-ups was the only way i saw immediate gratification or customer reaction from our yeah. products 
when you ship it online, you you never know what the customer perception is of it. And when you're a small business, you don't have a lot of R&D research and development funds behind it. So you think it's great or you assume it's great or you you like it. So mm-hmm. and a couple of family members told you they liked it too. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, okay, three months, we'll see how this goes. Let's try it out. Um, the project didn't start on time. So three months turned into six months and I was like, all right, here we go. Six months. And I loved it. I didn't realize it. Like it's different to do it for somebody else. And yes. so that empty energy that I had went away. We were, we, because it was like, it wasn't the tea wood to me was a souvenir to mm. see the energy of the space, to see people walking in as complete strangers and becoming fast friends, to see that that network kind mm. of happen in real time over a cup of tea. Um, wow. It felt really, really good. Now, mm. there were days where I was like, oh, I hope five people show. I hope 10 people show. Um, <laughs> But now it's like, okay, this is this this is working. Uh, mm-hmm. Our Saturdays, our Saturdays look completely. Our weekends and our weekdays look completely different from nine years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say the retail space is a, a the the quickest R and D. It's the most expensive, mind you, because you're paying employees and you're paying team members. And you're you have to create the environment that you want to surround your your product, but it has been right. the most re- one of the most rewarding ways for um, our brand to showcase um, our mission statement. Mm. We we act bring it to in every day. Um, mm-hmm. One of our employees, she's turning eighteen this month. She was a home her parents were our customers and she was a homeschool student who they needed, they wanted to use her, our store as like one of her classroom settings. And she's been an employee with us since 11. While I don't advocate that for everybody, Uh of course, she's our best employee. (laughs) She's our, you know, uh, she trains the team uh, or just our to watch our employees go from people that probably would never speak to each other on the street to being the best of friends wow. when um one has moved to Boston and some two people have gone to see her or one is uh lives in Costa Rica and she screenshots pictures of her tea that she still orders. Like, you know, that is yeah. that is our mission statement to see all together to bring people together over a cup of tea. And so that part of the retail feels good. That is huge. And I love how, I want to say you got tricked into it, but you're like, okay, I can do anything for three months. <laughs> and then three months is like, it's been what, three years now? And it's like, never look back. So I love it's that. Been it's been nine. Yes, we've been oh, in retail for nine years. No, okay, because okay, you said nine. I was like, she didn't open it three, okay, nine years total outstanding okay so i know we're out of time um just one last question i think you touched on it a bit but how would you say owning a business has shaped you as a person um resilience Mm -hmm. and i 
we can do anything, uh, anything you put your mind to, if you, you can do it. And not to be woo-woo, but you, you know, there are people that are rooting for you. Whether uh -huh. you see them, the cheerleaders that are in the background that may never even say that they're cheering for you. There are people out there speaking your brand, your names in rooms you don't even know. And so start it, do it, keep going. Uh, it, you, you can do it. I mean, it's tea, right? Like sometimes <laughs> I'm like blown. I was like, it's tea. But What's the electrical outlets? <laughs> right? But it has fed my family. It feeds other people's family. I'm feeding people that I don't even know. Like I've traveled to India and Kenya and Sri Lanka. And I'm like, I'm watching these people pick leaves and indirectly, like we're feeding them too. And it's wow. like, and again, it's mind blowing. No different than your fabrics, no different than your seamstresses, no different than even down to the earrings you make. You can, mm -hmm. anybody, you can do it. And it's it's bigger than just you. So you can't even hold it. Like you have to share. It is, um, I don't know. I, I needed this conversation too, because I mean. That's a word. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy, um, just thank you. God bless you. Thank you for sharing yourself. Thank you for following your vision and showing, being an example. This can be done. You can do this. I know you've got two youngish boys. I don't know how young they are still, but just, you know, you're married, you got kids and you are out here doing the thing. I'm grateful for you. I'm proud of you. And just yeah. thank, you, thank you so much for just pouring into us today. Ditto. Thank you again for having me. This was amazing. I, uh, like how you, we were sharing, I, I needed yeah. my own conversation. <laughs> I, I had to go back to the warehouse today and put on a hard hat, and I, I had to buy a closed toe steel to toe shoe. Yes. Where did so, you get those from? Walmart has them, but um, I, I know. know. <laughs> At Honey Online, you can find her off the Belt Line, and then the other location. Are you guys still off of Auburn? No, we're no longer on Auburn Avenue. Um, our our brick and mortar uh, flagship store is. Uh, on the Bell Line, our production facility is next door, but we we're okay. moving into a bigger space soon. Yay! So yes, so, uh, awesome. So guys, make sure you shop just at Honey. Follow her online. Uh, you have a personal IG if folks want to just follow your journey as well. Yes, it is Brandy with an I, Brandy B Shelton on okay. uh, Instagram, and then just add Honey at all other platforms. Awesome. All right. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for talking to us today. We celebrate you. Much, much success in being the largest, really, brand in America. Largest Black-owned, for sure, but largest, period. So thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. So um, that was Brandy Shelton, and um, just an amazing conversation. Just want to take a moment and shout out some members of our community Want to shout out uh, Nori and Molly Candle Company, Campbell and Carr, Nisse Wellness, Self and Body Care, Akia Nicole, and the Lorene Collection. These are bomb makers. Their names will be in the notes. Make sure you check them out and shop their amazing handmade products. Thanks, everyone. Bye.